Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to share something with you. Every night as we're sleeping, something happens. The earth changes its mind. It changes its direction and decides to turn completely around, spinning on its axis. It undergoes its own conversion, turning from darkness back to the light. In a way, it seems like the earth has a change of heart, desiring only to feel the light shine upon its face once again. It's an incredible and symbolic example of repentance that God displays to the entire world each and every day. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Just like the earth, God wants each of us to turn around. He wants us to turn from darkness to light. He wants us to turn from lies to the truth. He wants us to turn around completely on our axis. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says this, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. When we speak about darkness, we're talking about the darkness of sinful living. Sinfulness is disobedience and rebellion to the will of God. And though our Lord Jesus Christ, through him, we are called to a brand new life. He wants us to turn away from the way that we used to live and walk according to his will. And this is not only a change of direction, but a complete change of your mind to serve God from your heart. And granted, each of us might make a mistake and regret certain things that we have done during our life, but grace is available from God in our time of need. And like a child who's trying to learn how to ride a bicycle, God helps us through his mercy so that we can get back up and try again, so that eventually we can learn to ride the bike perfectly and never fall off of it again. Now, <clears throat> If you never make the attempt to get back up on the bike again, you'll never get down the road to the final destination. If you never make an attempt to turn from your sin, you'll never be able to perform his perfect will. Christianity is about perfecting the soul. But you can never attain that if you never turn away from your sin through acceptance of biblical truth. And this is why some people are going to be damned, because they don't believe the truth. Look at Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 through 13, says this, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, uh, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. The Apostle clearly teaches that in order to inherit salvation, we must go through the process of sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, because this is what genuine repentance is all about. And there are going to be results that happen in your life 
if you are truly repentant. Um, you're going to be filled up with works that display a changed heart. Genuine grace acting upon the heart is going to result in a complete transformation from the way that you used to live in your past. The Apostle Paul credits God's grace to the change in his life, but nonetheless, he was filled with works. More works than the other apostles. The works and deeds that he was involved with showed that he had submitted to the will of God and allowed him to work inside of his, of his heart. And if your faith doesn't evidence any change or obedience to Christ, then it's, it's truly dead. James 2.20 says, But wilt thou know, a vain man, that faith without works is dead. A group of religious leaders came out to John the Baptist to partake of his baptism unto repentance. But it was only an outward show of religion. The reason why they came out to the Jordan was not because they had a change of heart. John explains that they needed outward evidence of an inward change. Repentance requires turning away from darkness to light. Matthew 3, verse 7 through 8 says, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said to them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruits, meat for repentance. God wants to save us, but uh, we have to make an effort to repent. In order for sins to be blotted out, we must change and do the will of God. Look at Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. It is a foregone conclusion that punishment for sin is coming. But God grants us a portion of divine grace so that we can take the opportunity now to turn from our sin and amend our ways. Those who don't take advantage of this precious gift to repent and change will certainly face his vehement wrath. God's justice will punish sin. So he asks us to turn away from all of our iniquities so that we can be saved from his fierce wrath and live. Look at Ezekiel 18. Uh, 30 through 32 says, Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, every one according to his way, saith the Lord God. Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby you have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why, why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live ye. God does not desire sinners to perish. He wants them to repent. Second Peter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness. But as long-suffering to us, we're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Once again, faith without works is dead. Even the Apostle Paul preached to do works that showed 
you were truly repentant at heart. By works a man is justified, not by faith only. Otherwise, you're no different than the religious leaders in the days of John the Baptist. <clears throat> Look at Acts chapter 26, verse 19 through 20. It says, We're upon, O King Agrippa. I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision, but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coast of Judea and then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do works made for repentance. Will you take advantage of God's gift of grace? Will you repent? Are you going to obey God and turn around from darkness to the light, just as the earth does, spinning around each day on its axis? Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. And you can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at tlkjbc.com. Or I suppose that you could find a summer up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.